broadcasting from the PilatesPodcast.com. You're listening to Beyond the Movement with your host, Heidi Miller. Hello, and thank you for joining Beyond the Movement, the Pilates Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Miller. It's been almost a year since I've been on the air, and I've really missed uh, being on the air, and I've really missed um, talking to all of you and, and receiving the emails. But it's been a really busy and very fulfilling year. My son now is uh, a little over a year old, and uh, I still own a Pilates studio, and so that's been part of the challenge and the balancing act is balancing motherhood and being a Pilates teacher and a studio owner at the same time. And so today's episode is going to be about just my experience with that, um, a chance for all of you to get to know me again, to know uh, what I'm, what's going on right now and how that's inspiring me on ways to be able to help all of you. And so that's how I want to start um, up my podcast again. For those of you who have never listened to this podcast before, uh, welcome. And I have lots of other podcast episodes out there. And you can go to the website at www.thepilatespodcast.com. And if you are coming back um, as I am, then uh, welcome to you as well. And I'm glad to be back. And just want to say a thank you to all of you who have been sending some emails asking where I am and sending me inspirational emails to, to get me going again. And so I'm glad to be back. Um, what I'd like for today's episode to be about is motherhood and balancing owning a studio and just give you some tips and ideas on how I have accomplished that. Um, also, I'd like to talk about the um, ways to boost morale in the studio during economic uh, strife. So first of all, um, just a little bit about what my experience was before motherhood with my studio is that I used to be open all the time. I was here 12, 14 hours a day and was really able to just to be available and everyone's back and call. So just in case, you know, besides teaching, if somebody walked by and wanted to look at the studio and ask some questions, then I was able to do that. Well, since having my son, Sam, I made a decision that I wanted to be home as much as possible with him. And so that changed the whole dynamic of the studio and when I was open. And having a storefront and a big sign above the door and glass windows, that makes it a little bit challenging because everyone thinks you're closed all the time. And so what I did was I've always had brochures outside um, I've always, I just made sure that now that they're always, I always make sure they're current, that they have all the information possible that I could give somebody. Um, I also put a note next to the brochure holder that just basically says, we invite you to come in uh, through a free consultation, you know, give us a call and, or email. And I tried to put in the note that, you know, we're not always here all the time, but we're very interested in, in meeting with you. And that kind of thing. And so that actually made a big difference in the phone calls that I would receive. I also put the same uh, note on my website, just basically explaining that we're not always available at the front desk, but we're always willing to, to meet and talk and discuss your goals and things like that. The other thing is that my website is uh, has online scheduling. 
And so I think that's a must anymore these days with all these people who are, you know, always in front of a computer or we've got our iPhones or, you know, whatever, just all those um, different gadgets. It seems like it's more convenient for us to be online than it is for us to be on the phone. And in some ways that works well um, for me. Um, But in other ways, of course, you still want that personal contact. So because of that, I also forward my calls from the studio to my cell phone so that I can at least if it's, I try to answer the phone as often as I can. Of course, I keep in mind that if Sam is screaming in the background not to answer the phone, but this way I at least am able to um, monitor how many phone calls I'm getting in the day and how many uh, voicemails, of course, I'm getting, and I um, try to get back to those within the same day. So those are some of the things that I've done just to help uh, manage motherhood and owning and running a studio. I do still teach about 20 to 25 hours a week. And I do think that it's still really important to try to get in the Pilates in your body as much as possible, if not every day. So have some personal time for yourself, even if it's only 30 minutes to do just a little bit of the exercises. And um, so I've been trying to upkeep with that as well. I, it, for these challenging times with, with the economy, I did, um, I do have someone at the front desk just a couple days a week. Um, and she does trade for, uh, for that. So she takes classes and then she's able to help me at the front desk and trade for that. So I found that that was a really nice way to, to manage the front desk and have at least some visibility here. And then secondly, during the day, I do have teachers who get to rent the studio space uh, through percentage split. And that has been really helpful to have some other people here. So one, the studio is more open during the day, but two, that the studio is also making money even when I'm not here. So those were some of the things that I chose to do. Um, I did choose to sacrifice a little bit of the growth of my business and studio um, for staying home with Sam because that was my personal decision and my um, where I wanted to put my creative energy. And so I, I mainly am trying to sustain and maintain my business uh, with the hopes that um, with good intention and a good mission statement on wanting to be helpful and help others, you know, through their bodies that that'll just the universe will just bring more work um, to me, which so far has worked uh, very well. Um, so that uh, so putting brochures outside, putting a personal note, which I think sometimes in uh, in businesses we always kind of shy away from the personal uh, stuff a little bit, but there still has to be enough of that personal touch that people realize that there's a person behind the management. So I added a personal note to the to the outside next to the brochures on my website, online scheduling, forward my calls to my cell phone, trade for the front desk help, and teachers using the studio. So those were the things that I did to help keep my studio going and to keep afloat. The other thing that I wanted to talk about in this podcast is what to do to build morale in the studio so that people can still come together, even those clients that can't afford Pilates anymore, but have built some really great relationships with you and also the other students. Um, And that's really a sad thing when your client can't come in and they're going to miss seeing, you know, all their friends. And so what I did was I developed a book club at my studio 
And we choose a book once a month and we come together and we enjoy food and drink. And we choose every month who's going to bring the food and drink. And we choose, and every month one another person chooses a book. And so it, it allows us to come together in a way that doesn't cost anything and still have a sense of camaraderie in the studio. So that's what I chose to do for uh, having something available without uh, without clients having to pay. And I do think that's important that to be able to develop a relationship with your clients beyond beyond just always being their teacher. The other thing that we're doing here in Fort Collins, Colorado, is that uh, as teachers in the area, we've come together and once a month we meet, one person in the group teaches all the others, and we've even developed a, um, a network, it's called the Northern Colorado Pilates Network, and it's being led by Ashley Path, um, who owns Perk Pilates. And so part of that is that we're coming together, supporting each other, um, and it's it's really brought a unity into the community, whereas, you know, instead of being, you know, oh, this person's at this studio, so we can't talk to them, or um, be careful what you say, that kind of thing. It kind of put us all on the same playing field and and made it more so that we could all just support each other rather than be in competition with each other. So I, I found that to be very fulfilling so far and what we've done. Um, so those are ways you can develop, you know, in your community as well. So that's what I've been up to. I wanted to at least put something out there today to um, kind of introduce myself back to you guys again. And what would be really helpful for me to continue doing these podcasts is I have some great topics that have been emailed to me and I would like to be able to talk with some of you about those topics. So if you've emailed me a suggestion, email me um, and maybe we can talk about them on the air. That would be more helpful for me because then I, we can kind of feed off of each other and spur some great conversation. And that way I can keep these podcasts going. So that's that's what I need your help with. So let's email me at Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, at thepilatespodcast.com. Don't be afraid to talk on the air. Um, it's just a phone conversation, and we'll, we'll pick a topic. Um, you'll pick a topic. I'll, I'll think about that topic, and we'll just talk about it. So thank you so much for listening in. I look forward to talking to all of you again soon, and it's just wonderful to be on the air again. It's like picking up the phone and talking to an old friend again, once you start talking, it's like you never left. That's what I hope all of you feel like um, today. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. I'm your host, Heidi Miller.